Phoning it in, the improvised phoning show where the callers have no idea what they're calling in to talk about. My name is Dave Coffey. The usual phone lines are open, so get calling. We're going to kick things off this week with our topic of the week. This week we're talking about mysterious disappearances. Dermot, um, your wife disappeared, isn't that right? Yeah, Dave. It's the weirdest thing. What happened? I just, like, I just was, like, on holidays for, like, uh, just a week, uh, a weekend by myself down the countryside... And uh, your wife didn't go with you. No, she st- she she stayed she stayed on because we just had a bit of a bit of an argument. Mm. And uh, next thing, I I called her like you know a few times over the weekend, you know, and and you know from the from the hotel phone and and a public phone in the in the street where in the village where I was staying. And my own. So that proves you were in that village. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, if you want to put it like that, yeah. And. Uh, Next thing, like, I just, like, wonder what's wrong with it. But, I, look, we'd had that, like, massive blowout argument that all our neighbours heard. So I was thinking, okay, maybe she's still angry at that. Uh, I don't know why, like, it was it was such a small thing that just got way out of hand. What and was the argument about? It's just she found, just, I mean, it's all, I mean, this will be no surprise to, you know, the if there's any guards listening, because they've been trawled through my... My emails accounts just like just about this girl uh, from work that I was uh, mentoring. It's kind of a mentor figure to her, and uh, she just got angry at at some of the content of the emails that she'd uh, she, she, we'd been exchanging, and we had this big blowout argument. But and I was, I was like, well, I suppose you're not going on the you know that like weekend break that we had planned down to Skibreen, West Cork, and she was like, I, no, I'm going to stay here instead. Uh, we said that part quiet, so the, the neighbours didn't hear that part. So off, off I went anyway. Uh, and then next thing, next thing you know, I just, I just can't get through to all weekend. And I, again, I thought it was because of the uh, fight. So I didn't think I of it. So then when I came home, I found that someone had broken in, you know, strangled her. T- what, I, and then she wasn't there. <laughs> Sorry, I just, someone, I, she wasn't there. But there was like, it was weird. Someone had broken in. Because the window was smashed, and then there were signs of a scuffle. But then her, she packed her suitcases as well, <laughs> and that, they were gone. So it was almost like two things that happened. Like a, a stranger broke in and burgled the place because it did look, like, and 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 maybe just scramble. But also she'd moved out and ran away because she also left. A, she left like three different notes. One was a note was like, "I can't live in this world anymore." One was like, "I've gone. I'm leaving you." And the other, it's almost like I don't know. Just like like yeah, it was like someone in a panic just just made up like anyway. So what did the note said? I can't. I won't live in this world anymore. Yeah, and the other one was like, I'm leaving one you. I'm leaving you. Don't come before yeah. you find me. What was the third one? The, other, the third one was uh, just was like hell, H E L, and then was like kind of trail off, <laughs> and that was that one was in blood. <laughs> What do you think happened, dude? Well, one of those notes is telling the truth. One of the two other notes is telling the truth. She either is, you know, in the bottom of the ocean somewhere, or she mm. is, uh, she's, she just, what's, she just left me. Yeah. Or the burglars took her. Yeah, who, who do you think broke into the house? Was there any, was there any evidence left? Or? Yeah, loads. There was like, as I said, something broke a window, which, you know, if someone had a key, they wouldn't bother doing so. It's like, they obviously didn't have a key to the house. And they, they, there was like loads of stuff missing, like, uh, 
you know, like just, you know, like all our precious jewels that we had uh, that I'm in the process now with the insurance trying to claim some claim money back, back on yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, did the burglars leave any uh, evidence, incriminating evidence? They, they, they did. They, what they, they kind of, they left like kind of uh, little calling cards, like of like saying that it's like little, little notes kind of telling me saying it's like. Uh, and did those notes say anything about your wife? Yeah, they're like, uh, how we have your wife don't come looking for her. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, that's a uh, yeah, that's another clue then. I suppose it is. Well, then why would there be other notes saying that she's like, uh, I'm mm. like, oh, don't come looking for me and all this kind of thing. Let's bring on um, the the guard that's leading the investigation into your wife's disappearance, um, Sergeant uh, O'Hara. Hello. Um. Uh, yes. What's the working theory, I suppose, as to where Dermot's wife might be? Uh, well, as Dermot was saying, you know, we're, we're uh, following lots of possible lines of inquiry. Yes. It seems, it does, it's very confusing, uh, but, uh, you know, Dermot has been very helpful um, uh, during the whole process, and it is, uh, you know, so we're actually, we have lines uh, going down all of those different avenues, so, you know, we are following, uh, trying to find the burglars, um, we have two men that we think it might be, um, we think it might be them, but we've locked them up anyway, and we're going to ask them a few questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we are we are dredging the lake. There is a local lake, so we're in the process of dredging that. And then um, the other the the hell hell mm. um, we have uh, we have uh, called a local Satanist um, who is going to try and open a portal to hell. Mm. And we're going to have a look and see whether uh, she is in hell. Okay, right, yeah, yeah. That's, presume, that's all lines. It was written in blood, it's very satanic. Yeah. Hell, yeah. we presume the next word was going to be L, H-E-L-L. What else could it be? Yeah, exactly. What else yeah. could it be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, that is our main, uh, That is the, those are our three... Um, well, let's go back inquiry. to the, the two men that you've arrested or, or, or imprisoned or whatever. Yes. What, what, what makes you suspect them? Uh, they uh, just looked very odd together. Mm. One was very tall. Yep. One was very short. Mm. You know, one had large feet. One had small hands. They seemed everything about each one of them was like the opposite of mm. the other person. You know, were they one, in the vicinity that weekend? No, no, no. no. Okay. They were about. Uh, they were in uh, in, in Donegal, actually. Um, but one, uh, just another, another policeman uh, called it in. Um, sorry, a policeman. I don't. You know, I, I'm British, as you can tell. Yes. Uh, but I'm over here on my holidays. Working? Yes. Okay, like a busman's holiday type thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I just, I've been called in because I am an expert, you know. Oh, on... Everything. Oh, really? Uh, uh, Everything sort of police matters or just... Uh, Yeah, police matters, yes, police matters. Yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, yes. So, so that, yes. it's lucky that you were uh, you happened to be holidaying um, in Skibbereen. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which is um, not where you live. Obviously, that's where no, you were no. you were staying at the time. Yeah. Uh, we, and then we just met this met the surgeon Harry in a pub, and we just got to chatting. We got to chatting, and then uh, and he said, "Come up with me now, and we'll go up to my house. Uh, where 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 is it that we are now? I don't know Ireland very well. You see." We're in Hoth. Oh, Hoth, yes, mm. yes, Hoth. Yeah. Beautiful place. Famously, the, the lake there. The, 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 we're dredging that lake, Hoth yeah. Lake. Yes. Um, so, uh, so yes, these two men, they were they were just very odd, and somebody called it in, and they were like, these two men, they should not be together. Who, who, What is the likelihood of two men who have all of the opposite, uh, you know, things going on? So we brought them in, and uh, they have said that they did kidnap a woman. 
Okay. Yes, 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 yes. So they admitted it. They admitted it, yeah. And was it was it did the the woman they, they describe match um Dermot's wife's description? Uh no. Okay. Why do you think that might be? Well they could have changed changed the look of her. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. After they'd kidnapped her? Yes. Okay, right, okay. To you know, to you know the way they do that with children sometimes. Mm, yeah. They don't want you to find the same one again. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. They've done that to this woman, presumably. So they admitted they took the woman. What did they say that they did with her? For love. For love. Yeah. yeah. She was she was going to be their wife. Okay. Yeah. And but where did they admit where she is now or uh, no, they no. said she just wandered off. She wandered off. Yes, okay. Yes. All right. Well, that is, I mean, that is an interesting line of inquiry there, Dermot. Does that give you some hope? Well, I mean, it's not close because she's still missing Dermot. So presumably you want to find her and get her back. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who am I, you know, you know. Oh, you think maybe she doesn't want to be. Yeah. I mean, one of the notes clearly say that she was. That's true, actually. So I suppose we could theorize that maybe she was feeling suicidal, wrote the first note, then felt better about things, decided to leave you. Uh, at that point, um, the burglars broke in, or the kidnappers uh, took her away, changed up her appearance. Her appearance. She wandered off. They felt guilty and, and handed themselves in. But that still leaves the one note that had H E L on it. No, not quite. Now, case, 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 case closed. And and actually, you know, if a woman has left her husband on, uh, you know, on her own steam, then it is fine, actually, if he gets remarried Maybe, now. yeah. So it is actually fine that that happens quite soon. Really? Because I would have thought yes. legally no. you're still married or... Well, no, no, no. no we could no, probably declare her dead. Yeah, we could declare her dead. And actually, he could get married very soon. Very soon. Why? It seems like that's of particular interest to you, Sergeant no, O'Hara. No, Sergeant O'Hara of the... Uh, the British Metropolitan Police. <laughs> uh, okay, well, look, um, I did want to also talk to the local Satanist that you've brought in, Tara. Um, Tara, have you had any luck uh, opening a portal to hell yet? Or? Hello, David. Uh, yeah, Tara here, the local Satanist. Um, I've had some, uh, I've, got, I've got some luck with opening the portal. Okay. Um, the only problem is, is that um, I need uh, I need a sacrifice. So we're looking around the village to try and get a sacrifice. Now, it'd be nice if somebody would come forward, because it's not nice to take anybody by force, you yeah, know, David, yeah, yeah, in these yeah. situations. So we're looking for, we've actually got three candidates at the moment. Okay. We've got a lovely eight-year-old, um, a Larry, I think Larry. his name is, and I think we've got a few of us. Is age important? Because that seems quite young. They have to be pure, David. Pure, yeah. So, um, do they have to be pure in the uh, the the sexual sense? I suppose. Oh, David, no. Oh, uh, sorry. Just, just in in, in, in life sense, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Sorry, like no sorry. Bad I don't know why. You know, um, the devil will know. Cliche, um, he's a good friend. Uh, so under twelve. Under twelve is that is that a prerequisite? They have to be under twelve. It is a prerequisite. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Especially must be tough to find volunteers at that age, though, is it? Well, usually we have to get their parents to sign a waiver. Of course, we're doing open auditions at the moment because yeah. they've got to have a bit of charisma. Okay, yeah? all right. So it's a bit of like an X factor, and, and so you've got Larry. You've got a couple of other potentials. We've got um, a newborn baby as well. Okay, um, you know, that's parents just very didn't promising. want it, or uh, well, no, they're just. It, they think it's an extreme honour that their newborn baby will now be sacrificed to his lord, the devil. I have a question, sorry. What is the baby's skill? Um, So, it's it's interesting. Talent. Well, you know. Quite pedantic there, Dave. 
So the baby's skill is that its shits come out in the shape. Sorry. (laughs) They do come out, yeah. They come out in the shape of satanic, uh, you know, um, objects. Wow, okay. So that's got to be a strong strong contender. So pentagrams, uh, inverted crosses. um, Which can also look like normal crosses if you turn them the other way around, though. So I hope that Satan doesn't take that the wrong way. Me too, Dave. It is very tumultuous, is that devil? (laughs) Okay, well, look, so you're you're close then. Um, Do you... Did you get to examine the, the, the document in which hell was, was partially, the word hell was partially written? I did. I, I believe there was one on the wall as well, written in um, in Mrs. Uh, sorry, I, I forget your second name, Dermot. Dermot. Uh, Dermot McDermott, uh, you know, Mrs. McDermott. Um, and it did really look like it was going towards hell. So there was a second uh, scrawling on a wall. She, yeah, she, mis- she misspelled it, this one. This one, she spelled the last L, made it look like a P. Oh, okay. I believe it was just a lower down L, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, like she maybe slipped as she was writing the L and, yeah. and did a line down. Uh, well, listen, um, I'm sorry we didn't get to the bottom of your wife's disappearance. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I think we did. That, uh, well, I do um, think we did. Yeah, yeah she's maybe. alive and well, but she's we can also declare well, her well, yeah. declare her dead. <laughs> yes, in hell. Well, no, we're going to. We're just going to stop the hell inquiry no, right now. Children, don't kill the children. I don't want that on my conscience. No, I, neither do I. Yeah, you're a good. Bell. You're a good guy. You wouldn't want something like that on your conscience. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Well, listen. Thanks so much for calling in, Dermot. Um, we're talking this week about mysterious disappearances. Um, Rita, your parish pump has gone missing. Is that right? That's right, uh, My parish pump has gone missing. That's absolutely right, Dave. Uh, okay. Um, w- <laughs> when did this happen? Or. Well, uh, it happened when I was pissed. Yeah. I was a bit pissed. I'll be honest, I'd had a few old uh, scoopings down in the pub. And, uh, well, look, I cannot be responsible for my actions when I've had a few drinks. So I couldn't tell you exactly when my pump went missing, but by God, is it missing. So... You you're not um, you're not responsible for for uh, losing it then, are you? Ah, like you... uh, well, you know, is the devil responsible for all the sins in the world? Yeah, I guess some people would say depends on your religion, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it should depend on how many drinks I had. So you're saying that this parish pump presumably is located somewhere huh? in the parish, uh, like a crossroads or something, or. Uh, the pump. Where is it normally, I suppose? Uh, it's in, uh, usually in the the front garden uh, of the priest's home. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm. So you say on this particular night you got drunk, and then the next day the pump was gone? Yeah, next day, day after. I generally, if I have a few drinks, I lose a week. You, you, know? you lose a week? I lose about a week, yeah, okay. depending on the amount of drinks I have. And in that time, the pump was taken? Yeah. What do you what do you think a pump is? Uh, well, uh, a parish pump is, uh, you know, as you said, might be located uh, somewhere in the in the town that everyone has access to, and you yeah, you, but what you, 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 you pump it and a... water comes out? No, no, no. Oh, well, sorry. Something comes out. All right, it's not water. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe. What are what you do talking you think about? A pump is? <laughs> what are you talking about, Rita? I know the parish. 
fish pump is what we call my Jerry. Your Jerry? Yeah. Okay. Is that your husband? Yeah. Oh, okay. So your husband has gone missing. <laughs> well, he's the town's husband, really. Okay. <laughs> so he's the parish pump. He's the parish pump. What, All does, right. what does that mean? It's like you'd call, you know, oh, she's the parish bike. You know what I mean? With a lad, they call them, oh, he's the parish pump. Okay. He's a <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you that now and I'll tell you that Okay, more. right. Okay, sorry. Um, sorry, what was his name again? Jerry. Jerry. Jerry, yeah. So, okay, Jerry. So, so you, normally Jerry lives in, in, the, <laughs> in, the, in the priest's, priest's garden. garden? Or he just hangs out there, that's no, where he meets people? No, we home, like, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. There's a shed out the back of the priest's garden. Okay. And that's where Jerry would conduct his pumping business. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just to be clear, it wasn't actually a business, was it? <laughs> As in, he wasn't um, he, no, being no, paid no, or no, paying. No, no, he was out of the goodness of his own. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. Well, look, um, no, that's not great. Obviously, your husband's your husband's disappeared. Um, but I'm glad we're getting uh, to the bottom of things. Clarity, yeah, clarity. clarity, clarity yes, clarity, yeah, yeah. Clarity, clarity, so you got drunk, you blacked out for a week, and when you sort of came to or whatever, Jerry had disappeared. Yeah. Okay. Any trace left behind? Any? Uh, we just had another caller on there where there was like evidence and was there any evidence of what might have happened to Jerry? Uh, yeah, there was. So um, Jerry, uh, you know, so he lives in the shed uh, usually and uh, he'd, he'd mainly just be in there on his own now uh, with a couple of pairs of shoes um, because uh, when people come and have a nice time with Jerry, you know what I mean? He changes his shoes. Um <laughs> Uh, I guess to do a character bit or something. I don't really uh, know. Okay, That's yeah. the height of his character stuff. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Oh, Role play kind of. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so all of the shoes uh, had little pools of blood in them. Mm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Was it? Uh, has it been tested, the blood? Like, is it the same blood type as no, Gary? No, no, I don't know where you think we are, Dave. Where are you? We're just a tiny little town and fucking back fucking middle of nowhere okay, you know what I mean yeah. there'd be no testing we're not on CSI yeah, no, fair enough yeah. uh, when did this when was the blood found how long ago was this or oh uh, see I've been a bit drunk again okay. so <clears throat> I'd say maybe a month ago right and have the police been involved at no all? because it's not I'm not uh, worried you're not worried about it no him? no okay he'd no. been missing for about a month there was a lot of blood <laughs> found in his shoes we don't know whose blood it was. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, we all get very. Um, I'll, I'll be honest. We're a town of fierce alcoholics. Right. Yeah. Uh, every single one of us. Yeah. Uh, we drink a lot, so all of us just lose. We lose months, and we lose days, mm. and we lose weeks. We don't know what is going on yeah. half the time. To so be there's honest. probably people going missing here and there. Exactly. And, there's yeah, probably, yeah, there's yeah. more one pump in this town that's yeah, what I'll yeah, say yeah, yeah. and it's like when people put up those things on Instagram going my mate has disappeared and he's just he's just been on the sesh for the weekend exactly, and then he turns exactly, up on Monday exactly, and he's really embarrassed because exactly, yeah, he never yeah, texted yeah, anyone yeah. problem is no one can leave this town that's something that's maybe <laughs> that's unusual what do you mean <laughs> Just no one. We've tried. Really? We've tried. Okay. So and what happens when you get to what? W- you wake up in your bed again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is unusual. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Well, look, I want to bring on your parish priest, Father Brian. Um, 
So Brian, uh, father, uh, you're you had Jerry living in in a shed in in your in your back garden, and he was uh, what would we say? He was seeing people. He was pumping, yeah. He was in, pumping in, the in there, garden, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the shed, yeah, great house guest, I have to say, Dave. Uh, I miss him sorely. Um, uh, any ideas what might have happened to him? Uh, no, but I've been inquiring about the town now. I, like, you know, my counterpart in the village here, I'm extremely Reason. pissed at the moment. Um, so you are now. Our, I'm black. Well, I kind of suspected you might be real, all right, just the I'm off timber of your tits, voice. Dave. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I've asked around to see if anybody kind of saw him leaving the shed or anything like that. We had a few reports of people hearing. So, um, he was he was chained up, you see, in the shed. So, I've had we've had a few reports of hearing his chains rattling throughout mm. the village. Um, uh, whistles as well. You see, he, he couldn't really talk per se. It was more like a whistling that came from his nose and that's how he communicated with okay. people. Yeah. Uh, like kind of he like was a train so whistle. fucked all the time. Yeah, yeah. He was, yeah, magical, I would say. The He's, experiences I had with him were magical. Okay, sorry. I thought you meant he was actually a magical being. Um, so... Uh, Okay, so we could theorize that his maybe he 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 broke free of his chains somehow. I wouldn't. I I, I couldn't there imagine be no why leaving, Dave. There'd be no leaving the There'd town. Be no leaving. Yeah, yeah. So if, if he tried to leave, he'd just wake up in those chains again. Right. You know I mean? Yes. So, so he, he must he be must here. be in the town. Yeah, he yeah, must yeah, be here yeah, somewhere. yeah. Father, we're all in the town, Because there's no leaving. So, Father, um, have you any theories as to why nobody can leave the town? Because that's unusual to me. That seems... I've not heard of that before. Well, about 40 years ago, we had a visitor from, uh, like, uh, well, like you were mentioning earlier, a magical being. Um, and I suppose, you know, they, they put a curse on the town, I right, guess. Yeah. The curse, I think. I'd say it's the curse, it's yeah. The, uh, and it's, we, we've known it to be called the pumping curse. Um, uh, so... Uh, we're we're constantly needing to feed our habits of alcoholism uh, to distract us from the pain of, mm. of constantly being in a loop or a, yeah, yeah. Or a groundhog day of sorts. I've and been it, it alive is... for 400 years. Really, really? Okay, yeah. so that is... When did you suspect that something was up in relation to your longevity? Like, what age were you when you went, hang on a second, how come I'm still alive? 20. Okay. I'd been drinking a lot. Okay, yeah, And yeah. I should have been dead. Okay, so it seems to me that everyone in this village has been cursed with immortality and the inability to leave the village. And also... And a fucking divil, divil, uh, want for the pints. Yeah, the pints and the riding, it sounds like, as well. And the pumping, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and the other thing is that no babies are actually born in the village. Nobody gets pregnant yeah. here. Nobody, you know, the, you know, pumping leads to nothing, really, here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. pumping leads to something. But... But not kids is the point. No, no, no. They just yeah, appear yeah, yeah. one day, and at like you know the age of twenty, pretty much is when you appear in a bed and and you yeah. just do the same thing over and over yeah, again, yeah, the yeah. pumping and the yeah. drinking and the pumping and the drinking. Guys, we're no closer to finding out what happened to Jerry. I'm afraid. Um, <laughs> hopefully, he'll turn up. Oh, um, I'm sure he will. He can't fucking leave. He can't leave. Uh, Train yeah. every day for us, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Um, any other thing? Anything else strange going on that that you know? In the village, <laughs> all completely normal. Otherwise, <laughs> I would say that is grand. Actually, to be honest, Dave. Okay, well, look, I'm sure he'll turn I'm sure up. You can always pump yourself. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's what they say. 
Yeah. All right, guys, listen, thanks so much for uh, calling in. I'm sorry we didn't get to the bottom of where Jerry is, but hopefully he will turn up in the next... God willing. ...in the next few hundred years uh, at some point, yeah. Amen, Dave. Amen. I'm going to move on to some other calls now. Um, Lenny, you're a dentist and you're fed up that all your patients seem to hate you. Is that right? Yeah, I don't... I really don't understand it, to be honest. I would consider myself... Uh, you know, professional, uh, good, uh, good hearing. Is hearing important for a dentist? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some would say that actually in the dentist's guild, that hearing is uh, is an imperative sense. Why? For dentistry. You can, uh, you can hear uh, fillings. You really? can hear if a filling is needed because it's like a little whistle. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you, if you listen into a mouth and you're... Because the hole. Because the hole. Yeah, 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 yeah okay. Here, there. Yeah. So there is a, there's a hierarchy in dentistry, you know what I mean? Of, mm. you know, what we would call, and look, I don't like to use this term, but chosen dentists, essentially, who can hear uh, certain uh, anomalies and problems in the mouth. Right. And you're one of the and chosen. And I would be one of the chosen dentists. Okay, right. Yeah. So why do all Chentists, your... if you will. The chentists? Yeah, chosen yes. dentists. Yeah, 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 chentists, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But why do your patients hate you then, Lenny? Um, I, look, you know, I, I don't know. And that's, to be honest, why I've, I've called. I can only speculate. Mm. Um, speculate with me then, go on. I, I, if I must. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I would say maybe, well, okay. So I would say that, you know, uh, I, I don't dress, uh, maybe like a normal, uh, you would expect a normal dentist to dress, okay. you know, because I am a chentist. Yeah, I I wear certain ceremonial robes. Okay, yeah, yeah. I have, uh, you know, I have. Uh, certain, Describe the robes to me. The you? robes would be a deep purple. Okay, yeah. Um, with a kind of magenta flare on the cuff. Mm. My uh, what my material sleeves, are they made of? Uh, satin. Right. Of course, yeah, 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 yeah. My sleeves are quite long and dangly, yeah. so sometimes that might get in and about the, the mouth. Sometimes yeah. is there a hood? Is there a hood? A hood. <laughs> Sorry, it's up in my throat there. Sorry, yeah, yeah. <coughs> there is a hood. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, there is a hood. Yes, there is. And I do keep that up. And I do also wear a mask because there are certain elements of a mask uh, that do enhance my senses. Okay. So, for example, I, you know, the mask would contain these kind of uh, conical uh, ears that yeah. take in the sound much better. Uh, the What's the front of the mask like? Hook nose. A hook nose. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah. That would also kind of dip into the mouth sometimes, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, deliberately or unintentionally? Well, I mean, you know, no, not deliberately. <laughs> okay. No, yeah, not yeah, deliberately, yeah, yeah. Dave. But things happen. You know what I mean with the vestments. Yeah. So and, look, the uh, the costume that I could see how that would be. I would off-putting. call it a costume. Sorry. Now I call it a ceremonial robe, and mask. And mask. Yeah, I mean, the mask is part of it. The mask is built in, into the robe. Into the oh, robe. right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So yeah, all, yeah. You can see one. how that would be intimidating, though, for, for your patients. Oh, it does. It's terrifying. Is it it yeah. does look absolutely terrifying. Okay. It has no uh, mouth itself. Yeah. Um, just eye holes. Mm. Um, because I don't want them to be uh, to be jealous of um, uh, mouth. Oh, because you have such perfect teeth. Yeah. Uh, and is that part of being a, a chentist? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. Is that because, I suppose, growing up, you could hear your own teeth? Uh, uh, I wouldn't. Um, no, I wouldn't hear my teeth, to no? be honest. I'd hear other people's teeth. Okay, yeah. So you that's just have... an interesting... Actually, Dave, that's very interesting. 
I've never hurt my own teeth. Hmm. What? What does that mean? That I've never hurt my own. I don't are my know. teeth dead? I. Are my teeth dead? I don't. Um. I don't know. Well, I. I want you to. I. Speculate here with me, Dave. Well, I, I suppose mean, if you had perfect teeth, there would be no holes, and, and then there would be no sounds to hear. No, but I hear teeth talking anyway. Okay, like I will hear teeth. I will hear the <laughs> talking. Teeth. <laughs> Sorry, what? You hear teeth talking? No, I didn't say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. I'm hearing things. Yeah. Um, could you speculate on any other reasons as to why your um, clients may not like you? Yes, my hands aren't in fact hands. Uh, my hands are uh, two, uh, like two long thumbs. Um, mm. So I just get in there, with get the in there with them. Yeah, but they're very dexterous. Yeah. But it's it's just there are no other digits. It's just one large thumb. Thumb on each hand. Essentially, does that make it difficult to you know do do complicated oral surgery? No, because I'm a chentist, so I have oh, the skill. Of course, skills, yes, yes. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I keep forgetting. Mm. Okay, look, um, I want to bring on someone um, who's a bit of an expert, not specifically in this field, but I suppose in 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 terms of workplace uh, scenarios. It's my old friend uh, Barry Trunsell. Uh, Barry, thanks for calling in. I um, haven't had you on in a while. How you, how you doing? Great, Dave. How are you? Um, have you been listening to this? Uh, I haven't. Chentist. Prattle on there, yes. Yeah, yeah. And what do you think he could do um, to maybe try and ingratiate himself to his, his? Is it patients? I guess it's patients, right? Not clients. Yeah, no, they're patients. Patients. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just a doctor. regular dentist, but you know, to, yeah. to the outside eye. Yes. Well, except when they see you, <laughs> then you <laughs> no, don't look regular yeah. at all. You know. Um, what can what can Lenny do? Well, my understanding is that dentists have access to some very high quality mood-enhancing drugs, mm. uh, you know, to kind of, and gases, various gases. So I feel like without the patient's consent and without them knowing necessarily, you could, he could very subtly and, and unbeknownst to them, drug them mm. with a small amount of these mood-enhancing upper yep. uh, drugs. So and like pump that into the waiting room, basically. Exactly. Yeah, and so yeah. when they're leaving there, they're in flying form. Yes, yeah. And when they go in to see him, when, when they go in, and they won't be perturbed by mm. his strange mask and his long ceremonial robes and his nattering about being able to hear their teeth. Mm-hmm. Is that legal, though, Barry? It sounds morally questionable, I would say. In this new normal post-COVID world, like, what is legal, Dave? That's true, yeah. I mean, the law has, has, has changed. There's, there's a lot more, uh, you know, you stringent can... uh, guard of powers and things like that. Exactly. Do you feel like people in, th- in authority then generally should be able to kind of do what they want? Not do what they want, within reason. You mm. know, there's certain taboos we mustn't break. Like? Like, well, you know, all the ones. <laughs> You know, you know the ones I'm talking. The big about. ones, yeah. The big, ones. Uh, the big three. <laughs> the big three. Lay, lay them out for me there. Uh, well, I I know you've discussed on your show before uh, something to do with badgers. Yes, uh, that's the that's greatest. The big one. Of all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, then you, you you know the other two. Yeah. Um, is one of them involving? Um, okay, look, Dave. When the the it's the one where you, you kind of. You make you make seed with someone of your own blood. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the other is taking a life 
of someone who has wronged you. But, you know, making sure to look in their eye just as the... As, as the light goes out, so to speak. Yes. Yeah, so can yeah. I just clarify for a minute? Uh, yeah. Are the three uh, incest, murder and badgers? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, badgers. Um, yes, just generally. See, those aren't an is- issue with the Chentists, I have to in be honest. Ha- yeah, in what sense? All, all senses. So, uh, so incest is... All good in the hood, man. Literally. <laughs> all good in my hood. Oh, really, yeah? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And murder? Yeah. All fine. It's justified. Ha- justified? If a, well, you said if a man has wronged you. Oh, yes. Or a woman. Or a woman. Can, can, or can... another Chentist, which often is the case. And then we battle it out in the Chentist Dome. Mm. The Chentist Dome? <laughs> yeah. Where is that? It's in our headquarters. Where are they? Uh, it's um on... um. Ben Bulban. Huh. Sounds very elaborate. Why are you worried about people liking you? You clearly are part of some strange upper strata of society that knows no no social mores, has 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 some extreme power over the rest of the... Why are you worried about a couple of Barry, schmucks Barry, with bad teeth Barry, liking you? Everybody wants people to like them. Even if I am a god amongst men, everybody wants people to like them. I think that's a normal thing right yeah yeah well look yeah. i want to bring on one of your patients uh siobhan um hi dave thanks so much for having me on today Sh- siobhan y- you called in because you heard uh the reasons that lenny was giving for why um uh his, his patients didn't like him and you actually want to clarify that it's nothing to do with th- with those reasons at all is that right uh no dave um i'd like to go back to my first visit to uh lenny uh, or leonard um as his patients know him um and I have to say, it was an overwhelmingly terrifying experience from the very first. So aside from the ceremonial robes, which I can only describe as being some kind of Doctor Strange cosplay mixed with a sort of a, you know, um, one of those plague doctors. And, yeah. the, and that knows it dips in more than you can imagine, really? David. Yeah. It, it, more than you can imagine. Is it clean? I would say not now from having it in many mouths before mine. My mother also frequents Leonard as a dentist and she has a dirty, dirty mouth. Mm. That is a dirty hole. Yeah. Now, um, so my first visit, yes. uh, So I had to get several root canals in the one day. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with root canals. They're very painful and and lengthy. Uh, So I was unconscious um, for most of the day. Got on with the surgery for a few days afterwards, had a bit of pain, but then photos started popping up of me on the internet. Um, And I believe Leonard, now I don't know what kind of a person you are, Leonard, but I do believe you enjoy medieval cosplay and I do believe that you enjoy dressing your patients up as medieval milkmaids and taking questionable photographs with them. I mean, what I will say is that I've already owned up to incest and murder. So, I mean, I don't know where the surprise is here, Small to be fry. perfectly honest. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I understand <laughs> that that's in your own time, you know, and yeah, mostly, sure. probably. What, well, but what Siobhan's upset about is you've taken her time and made her look a fool. I know, but what... what, what, what I have children. Leonard, you are sick. Now, I've taken it upon myself, David, to contact the head of the Legion of Chentists uh, to ask them about Leonard and his, you know, 
his life as a chentist. Um, I well, will it's say. funny you should say that because the Grandmaster Chentist, um, Derek, is on the line. Derek. Uh, hey, Dave, how are we getting on? <laughs> you're the, the what, what's your full ceremonial title? The, the Grand Wizard. Of the Chentist. Of the Chentists, yeah. Yeah, okay. Grand Wizard. Yeah. And nice to talk to you again, Derek. Hey, how are you doing, Siobhan? Great to hear from you again. So good. I love your voice. So listen, um, from what Lenny's been saying, he's not been painting a very positive picture of Chentists in general. Uh, do you stand over the, th- the things that he's done or are you trying to disassociate yourself? Uh, yeah, to, your, to be honest now, he's kind of... Lenny now is, is trying to form his own splinter group of Chentists. Uh, the Chen, like it's basically a, a kind of a a mishmash, like ga- band of outcasts from other uh, chosen people. Like uh, there's a couple of chopticians in there, okay, a couple yeah. of choctors, yeah, a couple of chinecologists, <laughs> and they're they've all been outcasts from their chosen field because okay. of their bizarre practices, usually involving sleeping with a relative or taking a life. <laughs> So, uh, like Chentis, we're a nice bunch, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, there, there's no, there's no harm to us, really. I yeah. Mean, the odd, uh, the odd, you know, animal sacrifice to the gods. Yeah. But hey, who doesn't do that once in a while, Dave? Of course. I'm and, joking, of course. Very few people do. And the robes is that part of? Being yeah, a the Chentis? robes is all part of it. Look, pomp and circumstance. It's all. Yeah. It's 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 all part of it. You know, it's it's, it's tradition at the end of the day. You know. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, we we in. You know, every AGM, there's a bit of an ale orgy, but mm. I mean, everyone there, like no one there is a blood relation to anyone else. Yeah. You know, everyone there is happy to be there. Yeah. You know, we bring in, you know, there's, you know, the odd sex worker in there to mix it up, but uh, we, she's thoroughly vetted beforehand and uh, uh, screened and medical checks yeah, and all yeah, the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A sex worker. Uh, no, well, we're not that picky to be quite honest. It's whoever we find uh, welcome Grand Canal at four in the morning that night yeah so to answer your question no uh, Lenny is part of a splinter cell of uh, Chantists right so the him taking photographs of his patients while they're unconscious not cool not, not cool, cool. No. the Chantist code is like you know you you're, you put a, look after your patients at all costs put okay. them ahead of your own you know personal peccadillos yeah I get you Lenny do you want to come back on that do you want to don't respond? get me wrong it's tempting Dave you've got someone drugged on a table in front of you the world is your oyster, mm. you know, sexually speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That separates the chentist from dentist, Dave. Any dentist, you know, sees someone, they're going to do something. No, it might I'm not be extreme, what but separate, it might be a bit of a gawk. What separates the chentist from the dentist is the ability to hear teeth speak. Yeah, no, that's not. That's not part of the chantist thing. Oh, no, no, no. Literally, that is... what qualifies you to be a chantist is being able to hold in the urge to fiddle with someone when they're under, you know. No, Barry, I can hear your teeth speak right now and they are saying, I disassociate from Barry. His teeth don't want anything to do with this disgusting man. Okay, yeah. Just out of interest, mm-hmm. um, uh, Leonard, what, what have my teeth said to you? Uh, your teeth um, have harboured uh, a lot of uh, secrets. Um, your teeth know about your grandfather's death. Does that mean anything to you, Siobhan? Well, uh, oftentimes when I'm alone at night and I can't sleep, I hear whispers of of Speak tragic because your teeth will tragic events. And yes, my my grandfather it, he died in a, quite a tragic way. He was crushed by he was crushed by several trains at once. Mm. It was it was in the news for several weeks and. Mm. I remember it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's brought my family a lot of, you know, pain. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I guess it's, it's finally nice to have some answers. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was your, it was your teeth. What? Well, well, I, I suppose they know the origin of the trains, wh- where they came from. No, your teeth did it. My teeth. Yeah, no, so your they... teeth did it. So they possessed you. Oh, uh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Redirected the tracks. Yeah, redirected the track, yeah, yeah. made sure they all aligned. Um... They wouldn't tell me why you did it. That was a mystery, to be honest. Just that you did do it. Well, it wasn't really me. It was my teeth. At ah, stage. but wasn't it? Yeah. They're in you, aren't they? Yeah. Uh... Well, uh, I'll go back to Barry Trunsell then. Barry, to what extent do, are are we responsible for our teeth's actions? Uh, <laughs> that that's all, that's the ultimate question, isn't it? Nature versus nurture. The only thing that truly matters is what's inside you and what may that is your te- your teeth are inside well, I you. Would, more so, but yes, in this instance, <laughs> teeth in a literal sense, teeth. Should Siobhan turn herself in? Do you think or? Yes, just to see what would happen. <laughs> but I'm good to go, right? I'm 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 pretty breezy. Well, I'm going to head off. What's your take then, finally, for Lenny? Any final parts of, parting words of advice? Maybe lose the mask, or at the very least, make it a smaller thing so it's not, you know... I know, the mask end. is actually to, to har- uh, hide uh, my horribly burnt face. Well, get a smaller mask. How'd you burn your face? <laughs> uh, my teeth tell me to do it. Right. So you heard them then? I thought you they were I, dead to yeah, you. Yeah, I know. I I realized that I'd gone into a fugue state <laughs> on stage, and I forgot that actually my teeth had told me uh, to burn myself alive, uh, so that only they would be left. Uh, uh, okay, didn't yeah. work out quite no, the way they'd hoped. Because I I came to my senses. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, right. Well, look, I feel like we've we've really uh, worked through some stuff today, Lenny, and, and yeah, hopefully... we've gone on an absolute journey. Dave. Yeah, and I think you know, hopefully, your hopefully your patients who have been listening will understand you a bit better and be less afraid and and terrified of you, yeah. or maybe more. I don't know. And and I hope they know that I will always be listening to to their teeth. Do teeth have separate? Co- do to say like do molars have separate conversations to incisors? Absolutely, in the same they're all very different. Yeah, yeah. Could you do an impression of a of a of a tooth? I could do an impression of your teeth. We killed our grandfather. Okay, guys, thanks so much for, for calling in. It was great to talk to you all. As you probably know, phoning it in is just one of the many excellent podcasts on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Here's a little teaser for another one you should definitely check out called Fireside. Once upon a time. Fireside is the Irish storytelling podcast. Every week we breathe new life into old stories from folklore and mythology, from the mysterious landing of the old Celtic gods to the epic wars fought by Cúchulainn and Queen Maeve, right down to the petty squabbles between headstrong mortals and roguish fairies. We already have a huge collection available with a new episode every Wednesday. This is not just a podcast for folklore fiends, but for anyone who enjoys a good story. And who doesn't love a good story? My name is Kevin C. Olan, and I am your host and your fireside bard. Wherever you are in the world, you can always join me by the fireside. Before I move on to my special guest, I want to remind you that the show is supported by you, the listeners, via our Patreon account, patreon.com forward slash phoning it in show, where you can enjoy a bunch of exclusive content. Thank you.
My special guest joining me in the studio today is Ireland's most eligible bachelor, Enda Story. Enda, how are you? How are you doing? How are you getting on, Dave? Uh, how is it that you became Ireland's most eligible bachelor? Well, my wife died. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I had no, I had no woman. Yeah. And then, uh, so next thing you know, I, I, I've, 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 so I'm very well off. It was Alan Will. The second will. The second will? Yes. Well, was there, there was two wills? There was about six, Dave. <laughs> Why was there so many wills? I don't know. They're Every, all in different handwriting as well. Before you were married, yes. before your first wife, were you, were you considered... My only wife, Dave. Sorry, yeah, before your wife. Were you considered an eligible bachelor then? I wasn't at all. Not at all. As you can look, you see, you're, what you're looking at now, this, this face is, this is not my original face. Okay. I was very ugly. Yes. And I had awful teeth and awful yeah. hair and... I was just in a rare state. Yeah. And then my wife took pity on me. Yeah. She married me. Yeah. And then she spent a lot of money reconstructing me. Okay. So she did that when she was alive. She she turned you oh, into like did. a yeah, new she man. She turned into a lovely man. And then all of a sudden I was getting, a, I was getting fierce attention off ladies. Oh, right. Okay. Fierce attention. Yeah. Which must have been difficult for you As a having been so ugly before, probably getting this no is, attention. It was, like a, it was like, yeah, from, it wasn't eked out. It was like, it was, a, it was a one thing or the other. Yeah. Family feast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next thing I'm thinking, why am I freaking married? Yeah, you don't want to be married when you're looking that good. I know, I know. And she'd obviously, she'd, obviously she'd, out of the kindness of her heart, put all the money into making me look good. And yeah. But I was like, geez, why am I wasting my time with this one? And as luck would happen, as luck would have it, Dave, well, not as luck would have it, but, yeah. you know, as, you know, I booked her skydiving tickets uh, to go put her on this private skydiving thing. Yeah. Next thing you know, she falls out the plane. She forgets to put on her parachute. <laughs> Bang. Off the rocks. Oh, gone. God. Next and you thing. must have been, I mean, you obviously jumped out behind her. But you oh, no, had... God, no, I was driving the plane. <laughs> So uh, a private, that's, that's, my, that's very private. That's so very private, you, yeah. you, you were flying the plane. I was. Dave. Uh, she was doing the skydive. You obviously weren't going to jump out because you no, were. Should the plane crash? Yeah, 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 yeah. And she uh, just jumped out. No, no parachute on. No, yeah, not a parachute on. Oh she didn't. I, I should have explained the concept to her a bit better. I suppose. Yeah, that's terrible. That's so sad. But now here you are, and you're Ireland's most eligible bachelor. That's me. And is there somebody who kind of? decides that like I mean someone who, who who is there a competition or a, a you know a crown or you know there is there's this, there's a secret society of sorts and they we all get together once a year of, of bachelors and then there's the, the head bachelor uh, used to be Di O'Shea but obviously you know when he got taken uh, by the <laughs> snares of a woman yeah he is we've now uh, repla- we've replaced him with a, another famous uh, celebrity as the head of it okay uh, it's Louis Walsh Ah, so okay. Louis Walsh is now the the kind of the 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 head of, of the of the, ba- of the bachelors society. society, yeah. And he chooses who the most eligible bachelor is, and in this instance, it's me. Amazing, yeah, wow. And and uh, do you find then you continue to have a lot of attention from from the ladies? Lots of attention, Dave. Lots of attention. Yeah. Obviously, now not as much as I used to now because uh, I haven't been able to keep up the maintenance of uh, the plastic surgery. See, my wife was the woman who 
did the reconstruction, she was a plastic surgeon. That's how she oh, made her fortune. Okay. So I've started to now a lot of the time I, I start leaking a little bit from mm. behind the ears uh, where my skin's pulled back. Yeah, I can see there's some fluid there now. Yeah. It's kind of yellow. That's, that's, and a, that's a perfect word for this fluid. Yeah. And uh, and obviously the ha- my hair, my new hair, uh, it's it falls out in, in, in kind of clumps. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, I won't be eligible for that long. So that's why it's imperative for me. Well, uh, we do have a, I suppose, a contender who feels like your time is up, uh, is on the phone. Owen Wirald. Um, yeah, and one. Happening. Owen, you claim that you are in fact Ireland's most eligible bachelor and that it's time for uh, it's time for Enda to step aside. Yeah, I don't claim it, I know it. Yeah. Like, would you just hear me? Like, don't would even you? look at me because you can't look, I can't look at you because you're on the radio. Like, just imagine, listen to my voice yeah. and like imagine what I look like and you, you do, know it's just like mint. Yeah, yeah, you do sound, you remind me of um. Your voice reminds me of that guy. Was Jack tra- Rayner. Yeah, a little bit like Jack Rayner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm actually his brother. No way. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Different name, but... Uh, different name, different mother, same looks, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're his better looking brother. Yeah, man. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, step brother, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, what do you think of this young upstart who's claiming to be Ireland's most eligible bachelor? I don't think he's even the most Ireland's most eligible Rayner. If you look at the man, he's... A, he's yeah, but Jack's not in Ireland, really. Like, he's actually off in L.A. So that's it doesn't, true, it yeah. It doesn't count. Like, doesn't he's count. not really based here, so, like, I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah, I agree. I just... I No, he's he's not... He, he got those, you know, those kind of pectoral... He's, he's trying to... You know those implants yeah. to give yourself muscles? Mm-hmm. He's gotten them, but he got, like, twice the required amount. But, like, what His body you? is... Well, hang on, Andy. You got a load of plastic yeah, surgery to look the way like, you look, so do you I don't think you should be pointing at anything. I'm not against reconstructive surgery, Dave. Yeah, but... I'm not against it. I'm not against it, but he went overboard. No. Okay. He went like, over... He got twice the required amount of muscle implants, and he looks like a jigsaw puzzle. No, it's not that. Like, it's that. Just because... No, I got the normal amount, but it's just because I'm four foot five that it just looks, it looks weird. It's obscene. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, he looks like an affront against God, Dave. <laughs> but obviously, you his think his chest I'm... is so big and his head is so small. Mm. Yeah, but like, what has that got to do with anything? But like, what do you think you have that I don't have? What do you think you have that I don't have? Enda? What do you think you have that I don't have? Ever? I think I've got a nice. I think I'm a nice person. I think I'm a nice, kind, considerate person. That's not I... what it's about, Dave, is it? I wouldn't have thought that's what it's that's about. Part of it. I've lost money. Do you have lost money? I have. S- I'm Jack Rayner's stepbrother. Are you fucking well? Would you be fucking well? He's bought me a house, wow. a boat, a car, <laughs> another family, a girlfriend. How are you a bachelor if you got a girlfriend? What? How are you a bachelor if you got a girlfriend? Yeah, but she's not on the scene anymore. Oh, he bought her and she... Yeah, he bought her and then I was like, hmm, I could do better, actually. Yeah, yeah not yeah. being delicate, Dave, not on the radio, but I'll tell you one thing I do have is like I my skills in the art of the bedroom. Okay. Yeah, but uh, what are you saying that I don't have that? Just because... I'm just saying I've, I've been trained... I'm not a virgin. Don't listen to... <laughs> Jack, don't... He didn't say it in that interview. He was lying. Don't... I'm not a virgin. He's a virgin. I man. have a... I, I've seen I've seen his penis. He's a virgin. Well, how, <laughs> how is seeing his penis uh, convinced you that he's a virgin? Because he still has his foreskin. <laughs> Dave, you and me, we're men of the world. If like you know, you, you know your for if you you know if you're if you're if you're making the love to a woman, you know your foreskin is is not long for this world. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got he's got the full hood. 
Owen, do you, how do you respond to that? I do have my foreskin. Yeah. But I, I'm not a virgin because I doesn't make sense. That's a contradiction in terms. It, it, no, it's not. I, I do, I do. My foreskin, I, I. <laughs> See that, Dave? Oh, are you okay? A virgin. Are you okay, Owen? Stop calling me a virgin. Virgin. You're not Jack. You'll never be Jack. I don't want to be Jack Rayner. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to be me, me myself, and I. Yeah. With my leaky puss. And my le- oh yeah 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 sorry yeah. I thought I was thinking of something else my leaky face yeah yeah well it is I suppose a leaky pus yeah yeah, yeah. pus leaking out of me pus yeah 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 um so Owen like you can still obviously you can be a virgin and still be the Ireland's most eligible yeah bastard. I know I can but I'm not a virgin and I don't appreciate being asked under this radio what describe having sex is when you describe what happens when you have sex with a woman is when you're uh, so you you meet and you have a really nice time and then um your uh, penis gets really um uh, gets really soft and you <laughs> and you're like I'm trying I'm trying <laughs> I'm trying please just have patience please just bear with me I'm trying and then it's you kind of get it a little you can kind of get it in there anyway and you're like it's in there a little bit and you're like oh, this is it we're we're having sex <laughs> I'm convinced <laughs> please accept my apology okay look we need to uh, we need to try and get to the bottom of this Louis Walsh obviously isn't available um, but we do have Jesse on the line Jesse is looking for love hi um, Jesse how long have you been looking for love um well, Dave, it's going on about 21 years now. Um, I've been unlucky. I've, I've gone through uh, quite a lot of long-term relationships in that time, and I call myself a serial dater. Okay. Yeah, um, so yeah, definitely looking for love. Okay, well, look, we've got two bachelors on the line here um, trying to make a love match, maybe, if if, if you're lucky. Yeah, it's good. Um, how are you doing? Hi, how's it going, Jesse? Oh, so, so do much. you have any questions you want to ask them, or...? Um, yeah, sure, go on. Uh, uh, Enda, if you had to describe your upbringing uh, in three words, what would you say? My upbringing, it would be a waking nightmare. Oh, wow, okay. Okay, good a waking nightmare. Yeah. Do you want to elaborate on that at all, uh, Enda? Mostly f- because of my physical appearance, I was subjected to horrendous bullying. Mm, within the family? Within the family, without the family, every, everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I was an outcast, a freak, a monster. Yeah. Yeah, and that's probably kept you humble, though, I suppose. Oh, it has, yeah. Yeah. It has, yeah. That's very sexy. Oh, uh, yeah, it is, yeah. When I was a child. <laughs> but you've grown to be... A handsome man. Yeah. I'll tell you, he's not a child. It's me, actually. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. The only thing childish about you is your uh, is the amount of sexual experiences you've had. I... Do you have a question for me? Oh, if you were on Fashion Passion, uh, what... Yeah. Or Passion Fashion, whatever... Um, what kind of an outfit would you pick out for me? Uh, I'd go for something really sexy. Say, like, I'd go for, like, like a pair of Cantos, right? And they're, like, kind of rolled up. And then you've got, like, a sexy little top on. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind mm. of like a crop top. You know what I mean? See? And then, uh, like, your hair is tied up. So you can, I can see your beautiful eyes. And and then when I... Uh, I can look into your eyes um, when we have sex. <sighs> wow. <laughs> I have to say, and uh, Owen's really knocking it out of the park here. Harris, <laughs> if, I was, if I was going out, I'd have you in the nude. 
You will be wearing nothing. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Well, we can do some more questions. I let you back off on. <laughs> I let you call me Jack in bed. Oh, would that would that be appealing? That would, to that you would actually be very very appealing. Yeah, yeah, I'd let you do that. That's, I, and, okay, so I have to say you're bringing up the front there. Uh, own um, ask me a question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Enda, um, what's uh, the most terrifying experience in the water you've ever had? Uh, it's when, I, I suppose, it's when my <laughs> wife fell into it. <laughs> I have to say that's, that's quite sexy as well. Your oh. wife fell out of the plane into water. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that was yeah, scary enough. That's a, yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, more so for her, I'd say. Uh, oh, without question. Can you think of how long she was aware I, while she I was know. falling that she knew she was going to... Makes you, makes you, makes you think. <laughs> okay, Jesse, you can ask one more question to both our bachelors, and then I'm going to have to ask you to make a decision. Okay, uh, I'm going to go for a simple one. Uh, describe your ideal like uh, day slash night out with me. At uh, t- uh, first, I take up my plane. Uh, we go skydiving <laughs> over the water, and then uh, afterwards, uh, well, I, I've never got any further than that, so. Uh, I we improv. We play. We play by ear. And I'd be dinner. nude, yeah. Uh, if you want to be, yeah, I, that's how we want you. Okay, very nice. But you'd have a parachute on. Lovely. I take you to a classic Rainer family barbecue, and we'd have all the trimmings. You know what I mean? We'd have the hamburgers, and we'd have some sausages on the grill. And you know, my sister would be uh, like just you know hanging out with you and having a great time, and then my mother would pull you aside and be like, "Get away, run, get away from him!" And then I'd go into the shed and I'd cry and I'd try to have a wank, but my penis would be too soft. But we'd still have a lovely time. Sounds great. Uh, tough, tough decision for you, Jesse. Um, which way are you leaning? I think it has to be owned this time. Oh my god! Yeah, about a bing, baby. That flaccid penis just—it's got me it's going. gonna—it's gonna do wonders for you. I can promise you that. <laughs> and obviously, this isn't uh, official. Uh, Louis Walsh isn't here, um, but I don't know. Do you feel like maybe you should step aside? Look, I'm, a, I'm going. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm the bigger man, so I'm going to do what all eligible bachelors do when they get stripped of their title. I am going to give it give it away now to this man on the line, and then I'm going to commit seppuku. Commit what, sir? Seppuku. What's that? It's the, the um, Japanese form of suicide where I disembowel myself with a ceremonial dagger. Okay. Can you wait till you get home? And... Oh, jeez, I will. I won't do it here. Okay, great. Um, the I'm... smell alone from piercing my bowels with the blade... I'm afraid we're out of time. Oh, I want to thank all my callers today, but I especially want to thank Hannah Mamelis, Peter McGann, and Avian Murphy. Guys, do you, want, you want to plug Peter? I've, I've nothing. There's nothing. There's, There's just nothing. nothing. There is There's nothing. nothing. No, yeah. it's nothing. Yeah. 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 Avian? Uh, I'd like to plug myself as an actor, Dave. Uh, yeah. Hire me. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> Hannah? Nah. There's nothing. Nah. Nah, there's nothing. <sighs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you to the Heads of Podcast Network for having us and to Bobby Ahern for our theme music. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.